Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Dad and uh, everybody. We're here today and been a little bit off on our our podcast time. Thank you, everyone, for being patient. I said it did send a notice out to people. So once again, thank you. And my father's here. I'm super excited about it, what he's going to talk about. And Dad, you're going to talk about King David. And uh, he, he's a king, right? I am. I am. Oh, yeah. I know a fun okay. fact about David. You wanted to, uh, you told it to me. And, uh, okay. and, and it's a fun fact. David is a, a guy, who's, or, sorry, a king who's after God's own heart. Right? Yes. That's true. I would like to be after God's own heart. Wouldn't you? Well, I try to be after God's own heart. I try to be... Let me just start right now, okay? Okay. Uh, you know, King David, of all the Israelite kings, he was the best, strongest, meanest, loving king there was. David was a type of guy that he controlled everything but his own lust, L-U-S-T, lust. Some of us are like that. We uh, get in trouble because of our uh, sexual lust. Our uh, lust of everything, but David had a real problem with with his family. You know, King David was a he had a he had a beautiful way about himself. He was a great warrior, not a big man though, is it? a simple sized man, but he was a, he loved God, he he worshipped God, but he had one thing wrong with him: he could not control his own lust. His own sexual lust. He loved women. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, believe me not, because, you know, I'm here sitting in front of you, standing here sitting. I'm sitting. But here was King David. He was a shepherd boy. He's the youngest of his, of his tribe. All the other boys were big and strong and warriors. And David was a shepherd boy, a simple shepherd boy. But in meditation, he and God found each other. I ask you today, have you found God? Do you know God? T, as I call her, found God. And God is real special to her. Her testimony to me about her relationship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is very rewarding. I get excited when I hear her talk. Uh, see, maybe you need to say something about who God is to you. I love God. I do. And uh, so I have to tell you this, Dad. I said, God, something happened to me a couple of years ago. I said, why didn't it stick? And God said, you doubted. I was like, really? I said, well, step in and make it happen and keep it happening. He said, that was your choice. It's like, really? I was like, yeah, and then, you know, uh, God is one amazing man, God, it's God, cool. be. Yeah, I love God, and but so then we, I said, I would like to have that happen to, to me, and I promise you, I will keep it sticking. He said, okay, you got it. I said, how long will it take? He's about six months. I go, all right, so I'm working on it starting today, and, and I have, and uh, so I appreciate that, but sometimes you 
and, and when it happens, I'll tell you that because it will be life-changing. And um, it's not to do with money because we're like, oh, if I win the lotto, <laughs> I don't really do that kind of thing. But it, it, it's life-changing changing for me, right? And um, so, yeah, so he told me. So I'm super excited. I'll share it in six months from now, which is what, close to Christmas, my favorite time of year. Yep. Right? Yeah, see, we'll see. And but I asked him to help me with stuff. And, like, today, um, sometimes I get some really negative thoughts in my head, and I don't want to do that. I want to spread love and joy. I can't go find it. I have to be it. Don't you think? Right? Sure. It's real love and right. joy. Yeah, so I said, God, this negative thoughts come again. And I, you know, and so we talked it out, and it was good. Um, that's what God means to me and Jesus and Mr. Holy. I love them. I love, well, they're all one, but you know, um, and and that's good. I, a friend of mine told me today. She goes, I love Jesus and God too. She says, uh, her and her sister are on the phone with me. Where she goes, she's going to marry a Democrat with a gun, and I'm going to marry a, a Republican with a gun. I go, you guys are too funny. And she said, nobody gets a gun, and nobody needs to get married except for love, you know? And and God's in, in everybody's relationship. So that's what they did. So they say, okay, we'll do that. We'll invite God in our relationship. And that's what they did. So, But they had already right. asked him. Yeah, they already asked him in their heart. But these are two sisters. Marrying a Republican with a gun and a Democrat with a gun. That's funny. Um, but, yeah, so that's what God needs to meet that. But I also want to know, I have one more question. I would like you to touch on this. Okay, so God's own heart. So you say we all can be of God, on God's own heart. You think that, really? We we can be after God's own heart. We can okay. be always with God. God is a God. Got us at the door, and he's always has it open for us. If you have problems, as you do, or I do, we ha- we go to God, and we try to try with God. But maybe David was even more translucent than that. He 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 constantly cried out to God. But seventy-five percent of the Psalms has a David influences. You know, Psalms is a big chapter in the Bible, big book in the Bible. But there was David crying out to God. Well, one day, you know, he was sitting in his castle where he shouldn't be, and he should have been at war. And he saw a woman, and he lusted after God. He said, I got to have that lady. Well, he was a king. He loved God. People loved him. Did he get the woman? Sure he did. She was on the patio, her patio, and he was on the upper deck of his castle. He looked down and saw her and she was bathing. Now, why is she bathing in the nude? Well, but why did she expose herself to the world? Maybe she didn't expose herself. Maybe hers was private and David was looking down and he saw it. Well, he got to have that lady. Who is that lady? His servant said, that's Bathsheba. I'm going to take that lady. So he brought the lady up. You know, these are Eastern wives now. And they uh, bowed and convinced themselves that they had to obey the king at all costs. That's the way it was at that time. But she became to him, and he took her. What did he do when he took her? He took her again and again and again. Her husband was named Nathan. And 
and he was battling the uh, Philistines at the time. Bathsheba said to David, I said, David, I'm pregnant. Wow. Oh, God. Can't, you can't be pregnant. Yes, you're pregnant, David. I mean, King David. So David devised a plan. He bring his Nathan in, the soldier, and have him sleep with his wife. She was pregnant. It'd be all right. He sleeps with his wife. She's pregnant. Everything's fine. Sins are covered. So he calls his general up and he said, send me Nathan. Came in and the guy was loyal. I mean, a strong, loyal soldier. He said, I can't take my wife while my men are out there fighting. They decided to get him drunk. So he got drunk. He was a man after God's own heart now. He got drunk. David said to him, said, why do you go to your wife? You're drunk. He said, I can't do it. I am a loyal to my men and to you, to the tribe of Israel. I can't do that. Is that a pure man? Sure. So David said, well, I'm caught. So he told Send a note to his general and said, put this man in a bad place. Put him in a place where he know he'll be killed. And he was. And he said, gosh, I'm happy about that. I hate, I hate to have to die. Here's a man that's own heart now. Here's a man that's own heart. Says, I hate this man had to die, but I had to cover my sins. Is that a man after God's own heart? But you see, you can sin, you can do bad things, and you can, can get forgiveness for it. So the prophet came to David, exposed David. David said, oh, me, woe is me, I've been caught. That she was pregnant and moaning to her eighth, seventh, eighth month, ninth month, and she had a baby. We don't know exactly what happened to the baby except he died. And David was exposed, not to, to anybody, but to the prophet, to God. And the baby died. When the baby died, David got up, refreshed himself. Made love to Bathsheba again. Continued to make love to her. But when he was found out that he had sinned and they had pointed him out, here's what, here's what makes a man after God's own heart. Sure, we're remorseful when we do things. We're sorrowful when we do things. And we cry out to God, oh, God, forgive me this and this and this. But David, he does things differently. He talks to God. Do you talk to God? Yeah. I know I know T talks to God. She calls up in the morning time and tells her how Harry and the Holy Spirit argued about things. How she and God argued about things. How he, the she argues with everybody. Well, she don't really argue. She can, she works with them. But here was David. Psalms fifty one. Choir master, 
are songs of David. When Nathan the pre-prophet went to him as he had gone to Bathsheba, here's David crying out to God, Have mercy to me, O God. Mercy. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. So he asked God to forgive me of his sins. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. For I know my transgressions and sin is ever before me. He's pouring his heart out to God. Against you, only you only have I sinned. Against you and you only have I sinned. He didn't say he sinned against Bathsheba. He didn't say against sinners by anybody, but to you, Dr. Nathan, the, the man to kill, to you and you only have I sinned. The man that has special place for God. I have done evil of what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. He's exonerating God. So you may be blameless in judgment. So David was crying out to God, said, God, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. Just against you and only you have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be not justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Can you realize that David is sitting there on his knees or on his face, or standing, I'm not, I, we don't know where he was when he wrote Psalms 451. Behold, you have the light and truth in, in her being, and you teach the wisdom of the secret, in the secret heart. But here's a man that, he looked at God as if God would know everything he did and justified everything he did. He asked God to forgive him for his iniquity, his sin. He said, so you be blameless, God. I know you love me. What? Everybody knows that David loved God and God loved David. But there he was in Psalm 61. He was preaching to God, saying, God, I know you love me. And I know I love you. And I know you're justified in what you want to do. But God, please forgive me. That's where David was. Purge me with your hyssop, and I shall be cleaned. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. <laughs> I mean, how can a man talk to God like that? He said, purge me with your hyssop. Well... And I shall be clean, and wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. So there was David. How well did he know God? That's how he's that the man that God's own heart. Because he knew God like he knew everything. And he trusted God. What did he trust him with? 
wash me, and I said, whiter than snow. How did a king, a human being, how was he able to talk to God like that? He was his buddy. His buddy's right. He was God's buddy. God knew him. David was a kid, 15, 16 years old, sitting out on the plane with a garden of sheep. Here came a lion and grabbed one of the sheep. What did David do? Well, just lion went over, crept over, run over, whatever. Opened the Goliath's mouth with, with his club, and he killed the lion and rescued the sheep. Do the same thing to a bear. I could see him being fearless of the giant because he didn't care. He knew God was with him. That's the kind of guy that always knew that God had him in his hand. Now he's able to say to God, say, God, wash me, and I should be whiter than snow. You ever talk to God like that, T? Let me hear joy and gladness, and let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sin, and blot out all my iniquities. He's almost ordering God to do it. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. She calls me sometimes in the morning. She said, Daddy, me and Mr. Holy had to argue something. I'm sure he won. Well, yeah, I let him win. No, Daddy, I didn't let him win. He showed me I was wrong. Then I will teach you transgressions and your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. O God, my salvation. My tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. So here we see David talking to God as if he knew God. We all know God. But here was David, the man, talking to God as if he was next door. He was his buddy. As T said, he's my buddy. Well, sometimes we we should be able to look at God and say, God, help me. Teach me. You know, this morning, I got up. And all night long, I had wrestled about certain things. And wrestling with me and God, God was on one side of the room, room and I was on the other side. Now, we know that's not the case. God's a spirit. I had divorced myself from God. Not divorced, but I had. I wasn't in tune with God. Here was David in his great sin and his murder and sex and adultery and everything. And he and God were sitting side by side, holding hands as such. And he was talking, wash me, God, and I'll be quieter than snow. I know you'll do it because I'm asking you to do it. So when we talk about King David, there's more to King David than just a great general, a great warrior, a great fighter. The reason he was so great was he knew that he was under God's influence and God loved him. He was a 
Little simple shepherd boy. No forward training. Didn't wear armor. Just fought. And he won. Why? Because God was with him. Why was God with him? Because God knew his heart. He knew his cleanliness. He knew his self-sacrificing. Here's a man that could not control his children. David could control his children. They turned against him. He had many women. He took them without reservation. He took them. But somehow, when all this was done or said, he was able to talk to God as if he was God's buddy. Are you friends with God? Are you friends where you think you can look at God and say, God, you know, I am a sinner. But I know this. You can wash me, and I'll be whiter than snow. All of us know what snow looks like. Are we whiter than snow? Are we able to talk to God like that? That's how David became a man after God's own heart. Because King David knew who God was. He was his buddy. I like I don't know whether I like to use the word buddy or not, but there was God's friend. He could talk to God as if he was his brother or his sister. It was God. And God was David's buddy. Oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in the sacrifice or I in or I would give it. For you will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. What is he saying? He said, I give my life, God. She wouldn't take it. If sacrifices are God, now watch this. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Here was a man, King David, who could do anything in the physical world that was possible. I mean, he had done beat everybody up, had a lot of money, a beautiful home. And all kinds of women, but he did not. He did not pleasure in that as such. His pleasure was in God. He could look over at God and say, "God, I gotta get up." Sometimes in the morning, I'm lying in bed. I look up in this dark outside and I say, "God, what do you say?" God says, "Study the Bible and talk to me." That's all He said. Talk to me. I wish that I could have an openness to God as David had. I wish that I could somehow look at life as it was or is and talk to God. I wish I could talk to God like, how you doing, God? Is everything all right? Sometimes, here I am with a whatever degree it's a, and my daughter said, I say, Daddy, you talk to God today? 
Are you with God? In other words, she has a relationship with God that's fun. And I try to make it stern. David said, God, I've sinned. I've done all kinds of stuff. But if you wash me, I'll be part of this. And I know you will, God, because I'm asking you to. <clears throat> you have brothers and sisters that you say to, her, say to them, say certain things, and you know they take care of you. But here is David talking to God because God would take care of him. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure and build up walls in Jerusalem. Then you will delight in the right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. David did all these things. He wanted, but I tell you what, he wanted more than anything. God, wash me white of the snow. Forgive my trespasses, God, because you know that I try, but I fall. But I know you'll pick me up, God, because you are my God. Is is David your God? Or is Lord your God? Remember that David said, I know you'll do all these things, God, because you're my God. He said, Daddy, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like this. So, well, pray to God. Well, I've already prayed to him. Mr. Holy said to be all right, so I'm trying it. See, her buddy is the Holy Trinity. The Father to God, the Father to the Son, the Father to the Holy Ghost. They're real to her. Is God real to you? I don't mean put my daughter on a pedestal, because I know she's as sinful as I am. But I have one of my greatest problems with women. I love women. I love to feel of them. I love to touch them. I love to interact with them. I'm not talking about sex now. I'm not talking about anything like that, pornography. I'm talking about why is God so loving to people? Why is it God so loving to me? I say, Father, help me. He does. All right, take go ahead. Well, thank you. I, that was, uh, I love that. And um, so, yeah, God's amazing. God, Jesus, Yeshua, the Holy Triplets, I love them. And uh, they work with us every day. And like you, Dad, I get up in the morning and go, God, what do you want me to do today for you? And he said, trust, T. He goes, just trust. I said, thank you. I will do that. And then sometimes I mess up. It's all good. <laughs> Forgive me, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's all good. So, you know what, guys? Dad, this has been beautiful. I love uh, uh, King David. You know, I when I go to heaven, I think he's one of the ones I want to look up. Wouldn't you like to see me, David? That'd be kind of cool. Don't you think? Yep. Who else would you, you like think. to meet? Controversy in my heart, in my mind, that uh, I don't want to get into it now because I, I have a, I have, I have something that just. I think we'll praise God. I think we'll do things for God. And I think God will have it all time to light, light, light for us. 
but I'm not sure we'll uh, fellowship with David, King David, or Bathsheba, or or my mother who died when I was born, or my father. But I oh, oh, I'd love to talk to him. I don't have a mother. Never had a mother. But I'd love to talk to my father. But will I? I'm not sure. Go ahead. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, I, I feel like that we will, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. Bottom line is we'll have fun, right? You know what I mean? I mean, I always call it heavenly because if Disneyland is a blast, man, can you imagine what Heavenland will be like? It'll be way more fun to see than Disney. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll see everybody next week. We'll be back on schedule on Friday. So um, thanks, Dad. It was beautiful as always, and I learned and inspired, and uh, and thank you. All right. Anyway, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.